Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ringo Zone Holiday Special. Here we are in our first podcast, post covering all of Steven Universe. Um, what are we going to do in the future? I don't know. Where have we been? I don't care. I'm Max, and I'm the ghost of Ringo present. I'm Carrie, and I'm ghost of Ringo uh, future. I'm going to say that because I'm, I'm forward thinking and uh, brilliant. <laughs> that makes me, Kayla, the ghost of Ringo past. Because uh, I'm the only one who ever made the content uploadable and listenable. So there. <laughs> Today we're covering the Muppets Christmas Carol. And it just so happens to be the 30th anniversary of the movie's release today. Today as we are recording. We're recording December 11th. You're listening, I don't know when, March maybe. Please listen to this podcast and think about December 11th. Um, <laughs> and just just think about how important it was. If you're listening to this in March, please take down your Christmas decorations already. <laughs> it's been up long enough. You know, or commit and go full year. Be one of those. Be, one of, be that person on the block. You know what, though? I'll say this. I, like, put my Christmas decorations up, and I took down most of my Halloween decorations, but I kept, like, a few. I have I mean, a skeleton or two in the mix. <laughs> like, you know. You can keep the skeletons. You just have to put a little Santa hat on them. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. No, you just theme them up. Yeah. No, but yeah, this is weird. Uh, we're doing an episode that's not about, like, the Ringo Zone stuff, but, like, we also did, like, a Christmas episode every year. I think sometimes we've done regular episodes and just said it was a holiday episode because oh, we were recording yes. around oh, the holidays. 100%, it was not always special. It was just, like, uh, this is our holiday one. Yeah. First, let's just, like, do I want to check in on anything since the podcast? I'll say, I'm good. <laughs> That's okay. about it. Things have been going great, well. Great, I'm, Okay. How long ago did the show end? Uh, I can tell you. Give me a second. Oh, boy. See, this is why Kayla the Kayla knows the past. Yeah. There. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I it all tracks. Me, I only know today, and when the day's over, I'm going to fucking die. I can tell you that snow is coming to where I am. Not where I am. I'm in Southern California. June 15th. So we're wow. We're six months out exactly from... All right. Almost. Yeah. Wow. Some updates for me. Uh, I'm past two years HRT, so that's pretty dope. Oh, nice. Thank you. And I got a Steam Deck, so oh, that's pretty yay. pretty tight. Yeah, I don't have a game PC, so it's like, I can play PC games. Whoa! It's very good. I'm jealous. I know. It's like, uh, it's really good. <laughs> you should get one. It's really good. And I've gotten better at Street Fighter. I've gotten notably better at Street Fighter. I'll say that. I've gotten really good at grabbing. Okay, that's me. Kayla, <laughs> how's it going? I've got a new therapist under my belt now. I'm going to therapy again. Um, and so far, like, I, I only have, like, my third session for tomorrow. Like, I haven't been seeing her for very long, so we're still in the, like... Mm, getting to know you. Getting to like, know each other uh, period. Yeah, like, you're, like, slowly unveiling your trauma, like, that, like... Oh, and then also, like, we haven't talked to my parents yet. Uh, Max, what about you? Actually, now I think about it, like, kind of a lot has happened. Mm -hmm. I fully recovered from my spine surgery. Um, I've been DMing my first D&D &D campaign, and that's been going pretty well for a few months now. I've been getting formally tested for autism, and, like, last week I finished the final test, and we'll be getting the results in early January, so I'll finally know exactly what's wrong with my brain. You're going to get the readout or whatever back, the paper, and it's just going to say terminal. It's not going to say anything <laughs> else. Honestly, right? 
Oh. <laughs> I had other stuff on my brain. I don't know. I got like a new script I'm working on. I like, which is good because I basically had writer's block like the entire year. Oh, and I am currently holed up in a cave in the Hollywood Hills trying to outweigh a sniper that's been hired to kill me. Well, thank you for telling me where you are. Now I can camp elsewhere. <laughs> you like hear, you, as I was going to say, you like, you like hear Halo like get up and like just load a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, all I have to wait is for you to play Splatoon again and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're here to talk about Muppet Christmas Carol. Kids. Listen to me. If you have to pick between listening to us and watch the Muppets, watch, watch the, the Muppets. Muppets. Watch the Muppets. It's gonna be better. It's a joy. The Ringo really Zone is. is not better than the Muppets. <laughs> no, we're, I'm not gonna, we are never gonna make that claim. Um, all right, yeah. So the Muppet Christmas Carol is a movie from 1992 and it's on Disney Plus. So I'll say that me and Kayla, I think, definitely seem to be like major Rizzo fans. Yes, Rizzo is the best. <laughs> Every single thing that little fucker said, I was just like. Speak it louder. Like He's funny. He's hysterical. I love him. Uh, he's absolutely like the best character in this movie. Max, who's your favorite? Who's my favorite in this movie? God. I mean, I'll tell you something. I'm a super hardcore Muppet fan. I have been my entire life. And to this day, I honestly don't have an answer for who is my favorite Muppet. But mm. like in this movie, in the context of the Christmas Carol stuff, I fucking love the Ghost of Christmas present. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Best ghost by far. I best most ghosts you want to like hang out with. You know what I mean? Like I kind. I don't know. Speak for yourself. I kind of want to hang out with the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> you just want one of his giant fucking hands on your shoulder. Yeah. I mean, like Ooh. I don't know, man. I feel like he and I would have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, is this like friendship or is this a date? Oh. Do you have a crush on the ghost of Christmas yet to come? You know, that wasn't how I was framing it, but I absolutely would date a ghost. <laughs> I mean, we all would. I would. We all the... would. This is so Ringo Zone. We're run let's run down the dateability of the ghosts of Christmas, shall we? Um, ghost of Christmas Past is a child, so ghost no. Ghost of Christmas Past is, is a is a not not super great like Gelfling base Henson puppet that is not. What is Gelfling? Is that like a fictional creature? Is that like an artist you're that, referencing? Have you not seen Dark Crystal? I've seen Dark Crystal. It's just kind of the worst thing Jim Henson's ever made, and well, I hate it, right. and I don't remember it. First of all, we don't have time to argue about this now. Uh, Gelflings are what the kind of like quasi-human, like... Oh, yeah, those fucking things. Yeah, well, I, I... Jen and uh, Kira, which you, you probably don't remember their names if you hate the Dark Crystal, but I that's... Don't. That species. That's the, that's who what they are. They're Gelfling. I'll say it look they look like they're like it's a fairy trying to convince you that it's a human. And it's like but like there's some part of your brain is like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you at all. Like it's and, like I don't know. And oh, did creepy. not the ghost of Christmas past look like a fairy that was trying to convince you that it was human and yeah, didn't do creepy. a very good job. I don't think it was trying to convince anyone of anything. It's no, like but I it am looks, a spirit. But, but the visual That's just her face. No, it's not though. You're so like, mean to her. Ghost of Christmas Past, not dateable on any front. Um, <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Present. Extremely dateable, but he only lives one day. Precisely. Mm. Yes. So I feel like Ghost of Christmas Present is is like a an annual one-night stand. <laughs> yeah, sure. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Ghost of, Ghost of Christmas Future? Communication is the key to a good relationship, and you know... <laughs> 
it was like scary, but also beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? Like not yeah. like a, ooh, it looks like a person, but I was like, it looks like a work of art, like consistently. Exactly. Yeah. It had a certain austerity to it. Yeah, it looked like a move. It was like a moving statue. And also, I have built my personality around trying to predict the future so that I don't fuck up. So if I just kind of had like a, <laughs> a ghost in my back pocket that knew what would come in the future, I could just check yeah. in with it and be like, hey, is this the right move? Actually, that that's the most helpful friend to have. Precisely. Yeah, but what about dating? I think I would definitely try. Are they a good relationship partner? I I feel like it wouldn't work out in the long run. Probably not, but I would try. I would try to make it work. You know, I guess what would make it easier, honestly, would be like the those guys that are trapped in hell. Uh, The the, Marley and Marley, Statler and Waldorf, because they're at least like human. Like they're at least like people. They're just being tortured in hell forever. Do you want to date one of the old curmudgeons? No, but I'm going to say that they're at least human beings. You can't date Waldorf because in The Muppet Show, Waldorf actually is married. Uh, His wife is a woman named Astoria, who is Statler's sister, and Astoria looks exactly like Statler. Um, All right, so I... I was very surprised at like how much of it was straight up a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. You know it's I mean? very, like, it's very interesting. There's something really impressive about this movie and how much they've respected to and stuck to the original Dickens text as much as they did. Michael Caine, like he doesn't have like a single line not from the book. I think until the song he sings at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, like Michael Caine was not hired to play Ebenezer Scrooge in a Muppets movie. He was just hired to play Ebenezer Scrooge. And then, (laughs) you know, Gonzo, as the narrator, Charles Dickens, like, he has his goofy moments with Rizzo, but when he's being Charles Dickens, that's all prose from the book again. You know, like, at the end, during the uh, Christmas Yet to Come segment, like, Gonzo and Rizzo, like, leave the movie for a bit, and I just think that was a really strong filmmaking choice, because obviously it would have been fun to have them around, but taking the fun out of that movie, really emphasizing how bleak that future was. It's just, you can yeah, tell that they the really family. loved the original story when they made this. Yeah, And I can't yeah. say I blame them because honestly, like e- even with everything, even with me being Jewish, A Christmas Carol is actually one of my favorite stories of all time. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The entire screenplay was a uh, Jerry Jewell, who I believe was the lead writer on the Muppet show. I like how everybody made fun of fucking Scrooge. Like, when during the Ghost of Christmas President, when they were, like, playing the game, trying to be like, but what's, like, the thing that, like, no one wants around and is a piece of shit and everyone hates? And it's like, Scrooge, got him! It's like, holy shit. And Scrooge was so into the game until that, too. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. He was like, a cat? Like, what could it be? Like, hmm, like, all these It's you, bro. He acted so hurt, like he was genuinely hurt, and it's like, well, you can't be horrible for your whole life, and then when people are like, yeah, we don't really like him, be like, huh? Huh? What? What? I think that scene hit him so hard, just because the Ghost of Christmas Presents changes Scrooge pretty quickly. Like, Mm -hmm. um, watching, watching the arc of everything, it's... At first, Christmas Past comes along, and he really doesn't want to do it. He, like, he's like, oh, hey, there's me as a kid. No, oh, hey, there's my old headmaster. There's my old boss. Like, he remembers them fondly enough. And then he gets hit with, like, the here's actually where you fucked up your life in a way that matters to you and still hurts with his, uh, with his ex-fiance, Belle. So, like, that's just, like, that, like, broke something open for him. 
And then he meets the Ghost of Christmas Present. It's like actually fucking fun. And Scrooge's like, yeah, I can party with this dude. And he sings the song and he's having a good old time. And then Scrooge's like, okay, yeah, fun. I'm going to try fun. Oh, right. Everyone still hates me. Yeah. <laughs> like the day before, he would have seen that and not cared. But yeah. oh, I, I it was crazy too. That was Ghost of Christmas Present. It was like the tiny Tim shit was so sad. It was like. <laughs> It was so sad that even Scrooge was like, damn, this is pretty fucked like, up. Like, oh, like, man, I didn't think about how my actions have consequences. Yeah, and there are all, like sick their children families, who need like, money. Oh, their families, like, their children need money for, like, medicine and shit, right? I forgot. They have four yeah. kids in Victorian England. <laughs> Probably started with, like, eight, too. You know what I mean? Like, we got four right oh. now. <laughs> This movie has a 75% review rating. Are you serious? Only 75? Yeah, that's like way too low. What? That was like really good. All right, yeah, let's, like, let's change that. Really a good movie. Like, Using our limited platform. It, it's It's got a 76 in the critical scores, but an 86 in the audience scores. Still too 55 low. 55 reviews versus over 100,000. What's your guys' favorite Christmas memory as two Jewish people? I, I am Jewish, um, but my cousins on my mom's side of the family, uh, my uncle went and married a shiksa. So my Boo. cousins are Christian, uh, you know, half or whatever. And um, I remember when we were very little, and I don't know, I could have been like older than like four. We were at their house during the holidays. And my uncle, remember, the Jewish one, like did a thing where he dressed as Santa Claus and came down. So you got the room oh, yeah. with me and my brother who already don't celebrate Christmas, don't believe in Santa Claus, and he was not good at disguising his voice or face. And so, like, my cousins, who were, like, a year younger than me, so they were, like, three, they were his children, they recognized him, too. And he was just trying for a minute to convince us all that he was Santa, and none of us were buying it. And that's <laughs> my favorite Christmas memory. <laughs> uh, I was in Temple one time, and the rabbi was asking, so who knows uh, what holiday is coming up? And of course, the correct answer was Hanukkah, right? Because they usually take place around the same time. And then one of the kids just went Christmas. Oh, bad. Oh. And then they wrapped the child in the Torah and buried him alive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I can't imagine that if I was like in a church and I was like, Hanukkah. Like, they were literally like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Oh, but that's so, I don't know why, but that's so much funnier. Yeah, because it's punching That's actually true. That's actually clearly a bit, though, if you're in a church. Um, Any other thoughts on Scrooge? Yeah, I feel like we should do final thoughts. All right. Um, I'll say thank you, Max, for encouraging us to rewatch it. Oh, I straight up forgot about Evan and A.V. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. There's going to be two other segments. But we won't be there for them. So final thoughts. We'll see. Okay, no, no. All right. All right. Yeah. Max, give us your final thoughts. I mean, you know, I just love this movie so much. I love, this was a really interesting time um, in the history of the Muppets because this was like the first movie done post-Jim Henson. Like, Brian Henson had been working with them for a while, but this was his directorial debut. And I got to say, he fucking nailed it. But it's honestly a shame because we just don't get Muppet stuff of this quality anymore. And that's because it's been, you know, like 30 years now and the Disney corporate machine has fully assimilated the Muppets and... Most of the original people are gone. Like, at the beginning of the movie, it was dedicated to the memory of Jim Henson and Richard Hunt. And now, like, Steve Whitmire, who 
replaced Seamus Kermit and played Rizzo is gone. Frank Oz has been gone from the Muppets for years. And I, I don't know. It's just, I really love this movie and Treasure Island. They showed that the Muppets had staying power and had potential even after Jim Henson, just if you had the right people working on it. And I wish that they still did. And that's kind of a bummer. So um, also, uh, Michael Caine, just amazing, amazing performance. So good. <laughs> My final thought is that I am very glad that, Carrie, you and I could bond over um, both of us realizing that we both had a favorite Muppet in Rizzo. Definitely. I'm not about to step to Max having like a, a good final thought because Max is the resident Muppets expert. So my final thought is just Rizzo good. <laughs> Rizzo is good. All right. Well, two last things. So uh, one, I did an 811 message played for you, the, the holiday message in a moment. Um, the first uh, gift for y'all, we're going to just say, here's some recommendations of some things that we'd random thing. If you didn't prepare this. We did not. I don't know what's happening right now. So just, I'm just going to say, check out Fallout New Vegas. Everyone says it's a really good game, and you're like, yeah, I know, I've heard that a million times, I'm sure it is. But like, actually, fucking play Fallout New Vegas. Holy shit, I started playing that game, it's crazy. Sunset Overdrive, buy that shit, it's on Steam. Super good. Okay, anyone else have a recommendation for the audience before we go to our messages from the ghost of other hosts? The host ghost. Yeah. Your ghost host. Yeah, I'm gonna say fucking uh now that Hades 2 has been announced, I'm like I've played Hades before, but I'm trying to actually like finish the full story, which is a thing I've never done, and I'm having fun with that. And also fucking just a thing to watch, you know, it's been almost three years since Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast debuted on Netflix, and it greatly upsets me that like I don't see people talking about it all the time because it's honestly one of the best cartoons of the past decade. So if you haven't watched that, do it. It's 30 episodes. It's all a fully finished story. It's extremely fucking good. If I could convince us to like make the podcast about Kipo for two years, I would, but I don't think we will. So yeah, watch that. Thanks for calling that out. I really never even heard of that. So it's good, so good. Good one to throw out there. I guess I have to out myself here and talk about how Ooh. I have been watching pretty much nonstop the like 2006 to 2012 series Kitchen Nightmares starring Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Ooh. fuck yeah. No, honestly, great. I love yeah. That show. And, <laughs> and I could not tell you why. Usually I really can't stand that type of television, but something about Kitchen Nightmares, it hits different. I mean, me and my ex-girlfriend watched, like, I don't know, at least four or five seasons of that shit. There, there's only six seasons, as far as I'm aware, or at least there's only six seasons available on Peacock, which is the platform on which I am watching it. Mm. I'm mostly through season four at this point, and, and I'm just kind of like, why do I like this? Um, so yeah, I guess if you just want to put something on on the background while you're doing chores or whatever, uh, Kitchen Nightmares has is my recommendation. And on that note, from all of us, fucking happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate that. If there's others, I don't know, but <laughs> happy those two, Happy New Year, that's a good one. And, uh, you know, if whichever one you celebrate, look under your tree or fireplace or mantle or whatever and see if you find a little present from us because you'll open it and you'll find the payoff is nothing oh got him
Howdy, folks. Evan here. I was uh, throwing up my entire brains and guts, uh, so I had to miss the holiday cheer of this episode. But I did want to just stop by and wish y'all a uh, very merry holidays and a happy new year. Uh, all hail the Onyx Wizard. I love y'all. Kisses. And most importantly, I love Michael Caine. Hey, guys. Uh, AV here. Uh, I am stuck in the Yule dimension. Uh, so I wasn't able to make it for the uh, recording of the Christmas special, but just wanted to say thank you all for being part of this stupid thing that we've been doing for so long, and the fact that y'all stick around still astounds me and makes me and I'm sure everybody else insanely happy. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season. Uh, now if you'll excuse me, uh, the Yule Lads are breaking in, and they're getting really close. Oh god, no! <laughs> And that was the last time you ever heard from the Ringo Zone. No, I don't know.